hosted by me, Tiernan, your resident nurse, self-proclaimed beauty nerd with a serious skin obsession and the need to learn and do, well, pretty much everything. I'm a cosmetic nurse specializing in skin and injectables and a midwife, but really, I'm just somebody who loves all things education and self-empowerment. I'll be here weekly, I hope, bringing up beauty. For the last decade, it feels like all things beauty, treatments, regimes, procedures, as well as just purchasing in store has generated a little bit of hate. I know myself, I have felt condemned to hell for the procedures I've had, not only by friends, but also sometimes where I work. It's okay though. Here at Bring Up Beauty, we talk all about products, interview with amazing guests, and just the general mood of trending beauty. I'll also talk to you about what I'm currently having done, have had done, and if you have any questions or anything at all that you'd like me to try, please send me through an email. I'm more than happy to give you some feedback and also some um, important information about what you might be thinking about using. So let's get today's episode started. So every week I bring you a highlight um, product that I've been using or have been trialing for a couple of months. Generally, I will trial a product for at least 21 days, um, even more if it's changing the um, complexity or the integrity of my skin. But this week's product is actually a makeup product. So I... Maybe a lot of you don't know who are listening. I am a trained makeup artist and I did that in my last year in high school and then finished it as well. Um, and I haven't really done makeup for paying clients since I was about 21, but I've always loved the ability to create with makeup and change and use it in a way that makes you feel better about yourself. And I do find that I went from really heavy makeup, you know, <laughs> from 2010 to probably 2015 when we were all transitioning through those epic <laughs> I like white eyeliner, orange thick MAC long wear cover, heavy contouring that looks like mud um, and I will definitely not forget the really dark shadowy, um, what's it called? Can't even think. The really dark eyeshadow that it looked like you'd been punched in the face. Like I look at photos and I'm like, oh my gosh, like why did I do that? Anyway, so as I've gotten older, I've really started to understand my own complexion. So I have quite a yellow undertone in my skin. So I find um, things with pink undertones make me look silly. Um, and for you, everyone out there, you all have a certain undertone in your skin. So make sure that you are buying the right makeup to make your complexion look its best. And I've also worked out what looks good on my eye color, my hair color, all of those things. So, you know, with that, I've changed from blonde, I've gone to brunette, I've gone to half-half, whereas my natural is dark skin, dark hair color, um, and a yellow undertone. So as I've changed and as I've gotten older, I've definitely realized that the trends don't always suit me. Uh, And in saying that, I wish they did. I wish those really beautiful um, blue shadows could suit my eyes, but they they don't. I just, I just look silly. <laughs> so um, I guess as I've gotten older, I really understood what looks good. The product that I'm bringing to you this week is an hourglass product. It is called Radiant Bronze Light and it's part of their ambient lighting bronzing um, pa- packages. So it's, I think I bought it for about $89. It will last for ages. I've had another one, which is an ambient lightning one and it has lasted forever. Um, and I find that these are really light and create that dewy appearance on my skin. That's what I'm going for these days. Very rarely will I ever put on a thicker makeup when going out. To be honest, it'd be something I needed for a long wear. So if I was going to a wedding, I'd probably start at, you know, 11am and then, you know, lots of us party till, you know, midnight. So it needs to stay on. It needs to look good. I need to feel confident in it. And I know that's not just coming off all over my face. 
With these products though, the ambient um, products, they are really light and they give a very beautiful, just not light natural coloring. And I find with this one particularly, it gives a bronzy appearance. So it's not like a thick, heavy contouring, um, powdery product. It is quite light, but still gives you that kind of contouring effect on the upper cheek. I also use it on my lids, my eyelids, um, because it does have a really beautiful undertone of gold, which suits my skin complexion to a T. They do have other ones in that range. I know there are some pink-based ones as well. So if you're looking for something that's light everyday wear that you can just kind of pop on after, you know, I use it with a uh, tinted moisturizer by Laura Mercier and I find it so amazing. So amazing. It's just my go-to, definitely. Just another little tip when you're using it, don't use too much of it. Make sure you um, bang off, bang off, tap off any excess residue of the product on your brush before applying it, particularly if you are going over the top of quite a light base. You don't want it to be too heavy or look unnatural. Another little bit um, of, of uh, you know, my little tips and tricks if you've ever not known about the expiry of a makeup product or a cosmetic product, they all have them on them. And they generally are in like a little tub or a little bottle and it will have the amount of months that it's allowed to be opened for. The reason they have these expiry dates is really crucial because they do have preservatives and things in these products that you find uh, will go off and can make your skin quite angry if you are using a product that is over its expiry date. Make sure you know, I sometimes will put a little marker, texter written in saying, you know, opened in October 19. So I know by October 20, 2020 that is, um, it needs to be finished or thrown out. It does suck if there are products that you don't use every day. And that's why I'd say if you're, if you're using something every day, it's worth the money. Um, if it's something that you occasionally might use, try and buy it in a smaller packaging or even in a, a mixed cart. And so other options that you're purchasing as well. So that's this one. I, I love it. So I will put up a little post about how I use it probably this week and I can give you a little demo of my morning routine of my makeup. Okay, so getting on to this week's podcast. It's a really good one this week and I find it might help a lot of you out there who are struggling with just a basic skincare routine. I know that everyone kind of walks into a store and is like, oh, I'll just get everything or I've seen an influencer using it or somebody's recommended it to me. And I, and I get it, like you're trying to do the best for you and your skin. Really, I would recommend seeing somebody who knows skin. I say this every week, but it is the truth uh, because I can look at a skin and understand what it's going through. Is it traumatized by something? Is it oversensitive from the products that we've been using? Is the um, functional barrier impaired? Like there's lots of things that can be going on. So it is important to understand your skin, what's happening. It's not just going to be chocolate. It's not just going to be um, not having a shower after exercising. There's a lot of other things that will create um, concern with your skin. So this week's topic is cleansers. I know all of you are probably rolling your eyes being like, give me more juicy stuff, Tannin, and, and, I, and I will get there. But to start off any skincare routine, you need to understand what type of cleanser that you're using. A lot of people just buy whatever they can. And look, I've seen that meme on social media so much in the past coming, like the past weeks about, you know, you, you don't buy other things from Coles and Woolies. So why buy your skincare from there? And it's so true because the products that are on the shelves at Coles and Woolworths aren't active. They won't benefit your skin. And at the end of the day, if you're buying it for a price point, there's not going to be a lot of beneficial properties in that product. So today I'm just going to go over the different cleansers um, 
and why you might use a certain cleanser, particularly when you are maybe have acne prone skin or you might have really good skin, depending on what is appropriate for you. So first off, um, gel cleansers, they are my uh, go-to cleanser. I don't particularly use a lot of cream, foam, oil cleansers at all. That's because I have quite sensitive skin. I have um, acne prone skin and I also can break out with just products that aren't um, appropriate for my skin as well. So a a gel cleanser is clear and as the name suggests, it's it's a gel-like consistency. It is designed for deep cleansing and is effective in decongesting clogged pores, removing excess oil and killing acne causing bacteria. A lot of them also have an antiseptic product as well as exfoliating properties. So if you find that you have breakouts, you have combination skin, you have oily skin, I'd be looking for a gel-based cleanser to use morning and night. If you're using an exfoliating product both uh, morning and night or once a day, uh, maybe realign and understand why you're using that. Is it because you do have clogged pores? Is it because you have acne-prone skin and you think that you need to strip the skin to be able to get it to be better? Another thing that we talk about when we strip the skin is we impair our barrier function, which is what actually keeps our um, skin hydrated. And you might think, oh, it feels really dry. Now I'll hydrate it. That's not how the skin works. The skin needs to have its own form of hydration, not us just putting and putting and putting and on putting on stuff. That's it. Just doesn't work like that. So if you're looking at your skin and you think, oh, you know, I have this concern and this concern, which might be, you know, large pores, um, some breakouts, things like that. I would definitely recommend seeking a gel-based cleanser. The cleanser that I would recommend for an entry level would be the gel cleanser from ASAP or ASAP. They're an Australian product, no preservatives. I really, really love them as an entry level for anyone who has um, concerned skin about that. Then you have cream cleansers. I am not a massive fan of a a cream cleanser personally, Um, but there are a lot of good ones out there that I have seen. I just, for me, it's just not uh, appropriate for my skin and it doesn't work. And I do feel like it kind of builds up on my skin, Um, but they are usually thick, creamy and contain moisturizing ingredients like botanical oils. They gently cleanse the skin without stripping it and the cleansers come in forms of milk or lotion. So um, there is a good one by Dr. Mario and I've seen a lot of people have really good um, abilities with that cleanser if you do have a dry or sensitive skin type. So when you're talking about sensitive skin type, you're probably thinking more rosacea or peeling, um, but we need to also come back to why your skin is doing that. With rosacea, it is obviously a concern that we can't take away. We can't change rosacea. We can though help it and allow it to get better. Um, another really good cleanser um, that is a gel-based one, sorry, going back is the Synergy one as well. Foam cleansers. So if you have a combination skin or good skin, I would say foam cleansers are quite positive in that area. They're lightweight and they're cleansers um, that burst into rich foamy leather. So it does remove oil, um, but I just don't think they're as effective as um, changing the skin type or your skin coverage as, as gel cleansers. Um, foam ones, there is dermaceuticals. They do a really good glycolic one, but that's only once daily. And they'd also have a deep cleansing foam gel, which I, I like foam gel, not gel, just foam, <laughs> um, which I quite like. I think it's really good for this, for people who do not have, um, concerned skin. Yeah. Let's use that word concerned skin. I like it. 
And there is also oil cleansers. So me, personally, I don't like an oil-based cleanser. Um, People say that it's really good for breakouts, but in my opinion, I don't think that they're beneficial for that at all. I think it can instigate some more concern and potentially push bacteria around because it doesn't clean the way that we would like a gel-based cleanser to clean. So if you're thinking about, you know, an oil-based cleanser or a natural-based cleanser, that's fine. Don't go and buy anything from Sue Skin. I can guarantee that it says organic, but it's actually really incredible what products are actually in that um, one itself. Generally, it's script skin. If you have even nice skin, it's going to make it dry and have concern for, for the areas. Um, so with every type of skin type, so if you've got combination skin you're looking at a gel or a foam if you've got oily skin you're looking at a gel or a foam if you've got dry skin I would recommend looking at something like Cetaphil um, which is quite a creamy cleanser so quite good and you can also use Cetaphil in combination and oily I'd probably just be using a gel afterwards if you're needing that that replenishment of moisture Acne prone, gel all the way. And for male skin, I actually recommend a foam cleanser. The reason being for this, a male, like, let me say that again. If a male skin, if a male has good skin and it's not prone to acne or rosacea, foam cleansers, because they don't need the extensive cleansing that as a female we do, because we put on more products, we, um, we wear makeup, we then take the makeup off, all of those things. So if your main man in your life is um, has quite good skin but you're wanting to kind of enable him into some skincare products, I'd be looking at a foam cleanser. Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> I just had a green smoothie and I always find when I have a green smoothie, I just taste it for hours afterwards. Sorry, you probably all don't even want to know that. <laughs> anyway, my other big trip tick. Oh, man. Whatever. My other big tip for traveling skin is taking products that you use at home with you. Don't try and reduce what you use at home and just use something cheaper over there. We know, I know, and I see it all the time in patients, when traveling, you're more prone to breakouts, you're more prone to sensitive skin, and the likelihood is that your skin needs whatever it's been using to make it feel good for the past however long. Reason being is you eat different food, you're in a different climate, and if you're in the sun on a summer holiday or even in the snow, it's extremes. So you're always in the sun, you've probably got um, oil-based sunscreen going around, you're probably drinking alcohol, they're all going to cause inflammation in the body, and obviously it presents itself on our skin most of the time. Same with, your, you know, going skiing. Um, it's cold. The wind hits your face. It dries it out. You need to be able to replenish that by not impairing your um, skin barrier function by using what you've been doing and continue allowing that skin to do its thing. Um, yeah, so that, that's where kind of the cleansers sit in the big world, big wide world. Um, so... When you use an exfoliator, I use mine twice a week. Some products out there say once a day, like the Skin Institute product and the ASAP cleanser. I don't find that is beneficial for my skin. I literally will do it and it just feels stripped. So I do a cleanser. I do a um, an exfoliator the morning after I have retinol on my face. So that's probably two times a week. Um, I don't use retinol um, 
every night at all because it will cause some sensitivity to my skin. So I use it twice a week and in between that I use a turnover, which is a stimulating cream. With the exfoliator, you need something that has a good lathering consistency and you're able to actually moisturize. You're able to um, push the product into your skin and allow the changing and the lifting of those dead dead cells, which are... Um, corneocytes so they're all the dead skin cells that are coming up so there's fresh ones on the bottom of your your face I guess we could say and they all come they they peel off and so what you're using with an exfoliator is taking up those dead skin cells and moving them on and we're saying goodbye exfoliators are a bit more difficult but my favorites are definitely um the synergy one um as well as the asap one the skin institute is a good price point but just be careful of how it does strip your skin um and but at the end of the day, if you're wanting an exfoliation technique, I'd say go and get a micro every month if you're not good with doing it in the shower. That'd be my suggestion, definitely. Um, yeah, so that is this week's little rundown of cleansers. Sorry, it's a little bit shorter this week. It's been a bit of a crazy weekend and I'm just trying to step into Monday and do my thing. I am going to see my lovely Kayla at Sunday Skin this morning for some skin needling. So that's really exciting and I'm so excited to see what her and I are going to produce with my skin. I did have my eyebrows uh, done on Friday and I always break out with wax. Always. I don't know if it's because there's bacteria that sits under my skin. My skin might be prone to it. Tried a thousand different waxes, but whatever. So I do have some breakout in just the center of my head where I did have my uh, it waxed, which is super annoying, but it will it will calm down and it will move on like everything. Um, so yeah, so I'm so excited to do my skin needling this morning. It makes me feel so good. Like other people do self-care on like baths or they might go for a hike <laughs> or I don't know. People do self-care in so many different ways. My self-care is skin, meditation and exercise. And probably creating clothes. If anyone doesn't know, I also love getting clothes made. So I go and buy material and then I take it to a dressmaker and she makes all my clothes. (laughs) I know, so well, but I love it. So this week, maybe if you all have a think about your cleansers, if you have any questions, please send me an email, nurse.tiernan.beauty at gmail.com or contact me on Instagram at nursetiernan. I'm happy. I'm happy to go through anything that you have questions about or come in and see me. I am... um, doing injectables and skin Monday, Tuesdays, Monday, no, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays um, at Plastic Surgery Queensland, which is based in the MARTA Hospital in Brisbane. And I'm more than happy to have a consult with you and we can chat and we can look at products that we know will work and we can get you into a place that you feel good about your skin. Okay, my lovely beauties, it's so good to be back in your ears on this Tuesday morning. I hope that you have a wonderful week and I will be seeing you hearing. Yeah, you're hearing me soon.